This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? I am doing great, thank you. And in today's episode, we're just going to jump straight into things because we received a number of questions on our previous update about the updates to the IDA system. There are many of you who would like to know certain details, for example, how do you know if you're registered or not with the IDA? Because this is actually going to be a big deal. There are many people who are now learning about this for the first time and finding out that they actually have to go through this process. So let's start off, Marco, with the first question, because most other questions in this episode will one way or another be attached to this, um, even if we go off in other directions. But how is it that you actually know if you are or are not registered in the IDA? The best way to check if you're registered with the IRE is to access the web portal made available by the Italian government called Fast IT, which was introduced a few years ago, which allows you to register with the IRE and check your registration completely online. So all you have to do is you have to access your Fast IT portal with your uh, login information and uh, check if, first of all, all of your information is up to date, including address and uh, personal information. And there is also a section that basically tells you whether you're registered or not. So if you see that your information is not up to date, you should, of course, update your information immediately. And that includes a change of address from one jurisdiction to the other or in the same country. There are a few ways to do it depending on your particular set of circumstances because it's not going to be the same for everybody. So there will be some people who have created a profile on the portal called Fast IT, which was made available by the Italian government a few years ago uh, with the purpose of facilitating your IDA registration. In other words, most consulates now use this web portal that is called Fast IT, which you use not only to register with the IDA, but also to check your uh, registration, if it's active or not active, and all of your information, uh, meaning to check if the information is up to date, including your address, which is a very important piece of information for people who are registered with the IDA. But not everybody uh, has a fast IT portal or profile because it depends on whether you created one because the fact that you were registered with the IRE does not automatically mean that you will be registered with fast IT and that you have a profile there. You need to actively create one. Uh, in other words, there will be people who registered with the IRE before the fast IT portal was created and those people registered manually, meaning by sending an application to the consulate where they lived at the time, either through the mail or by email, and the consulate then registered the person and confirmed the registration through email. So for those people who were not registered with the Fast IT portal, the best way to check if you're still registered is to contact the consulate or the municipality in which you were registered to ask if your registration is active and if your information is up to date. Now, I mentioned either the consulate or the municipality because the registration with the IRE works this way. The consulate registers you in a registry that is held 
jointly by the consulate and the municipality where you were living in Italy prior to moving to the country where you live now. And therefore, when you left your municipality in which you were living in Italy to move abroad, you were moved from the registry of citizens residing in that town to the registry of citizens residing abroad, which is a separate registry held by the same municipality together with the consulate in the jurisdiction uh, where you live outside of Italy. Now, for people who have acquired citizenship by descent through an Italian consulate abroad and never lived in Italy, those people will be registered in the municipality of birth of the Italian ancestor that they used to apply for citizenship by descent. So, in conclusion, to check if you are registered with the AIRE, if you have a fasted profile, that's where you need to go to check if your registration is active and up to date. If you don't have a fasted profile, you can of course create one, but otherwise you should check with the consulate in the jurisdiction where you reside, whether you are registered with the AIRE or not, or directly with the municipality in Italy where you were living prior to moving abroad, or whether your ancestor who was born in Italy uh, was from, meaning the ancestor that you used to apply for citizenship by descent. So Marco, I'm just wondering, because I know there are people who've asked questions, for example, like they've received voting cards and things like this. Uh, are there other ways for an individual to know if they are registered already, that there might be some sign that they could have had over the past years that would mean that they are already, in fact, actually within the system? That is a very good question. So I would imagine there, there will be people out there who registered a long time ago, maybe prior to the Fast Eat portal, and therefore they don't know whether or not they're registered, and um, they don't want to go through the trouble of creating a Fast IT uh, portal right now, and they would like to know immediately, am I registered or not? And what you just mentioned at the beginning of your question, it's a very good sign of you being registered, meaning if you have been getting... Uh, the documents in the mail to vote for the elections, that most likely means that you are registered and that your information, especially your address, is up to date. And Marco, just out of curiosity as well, because it was asked not only in the comment section of the previous episode on YouTube, but also via private message, but why was this law created and why was there this need to change things from how things were previously? So the situation is... Uh, the following, there were a lot of people that were living abroad at times for many years, but they were still registered as Italian citizens residing in Italy. And that, of course, created confusion uh, from a lot of point of views because, you know, the Italian government didn't know whether this person was actually living in Italy or if they were in reality living abroad that, you know, caused the confusion regarding, for example, um, voting rights, how a person needed to vote, uh, where that person needed to vote, and also if the government needed to contact that person, they didn't know whether the person was residing abroad and, or in Italy. And also, from a tax perspective, uh, there were people who were living abroad, but you know they appeared as living in Italy still and vice versa. So I think the government just wanted to uh, get some clarity and to you know, introduce a penalty, which is not incredibly high, but it's still a penalty for people who fail to register. So 
in this way the government pushed and is pushing clearly people to register and basically align the de facto situation with their legal situation. I can imagine also there would be a number of people who might even be within the, the healthcare system and there could be planning uh, that might be involved with like how much how much funding is actually necessary for the local population, how many people are above a certain age, how many people are under a certain age, and various factors like that, because it makes sense, your uh, answer, that there are things in Italy that are all planned around a person's residency, and your access to certain things can depend on that as well. But also, what is the importance of actually being registered with the IDA to begin with? What benefit does it actually serve. Being registered with the IDE allows you to use the consular services. So these services offered by the Italian consulate, meaning you can vote through the consulate, you can renew your passport or apply for an Italian passport, you can use the notary services offered by the consulate. So if you need to get a document notarized, document that needs to be used in Italy, you can use the notary services offered by your Italian consulate. Also, you can register your VITA record documents in Italy through the consulate only if you're registered with the IDA, meaning if you get married or divorced, uh, you can register those VITA record documents through the consulate only if you're registered with the IDA. And also, if you have children, you can register your minor children through the consulate before they turn 18, and that will allow them to get citizenship. Uh, on the other hand, if they turn 18, uh, they will need to go through the citizenship process, so it's highly advisable to register any minor children's birth certificate through the consulate as soon as possible and before they turn 18. And finally, if you live in Europe, you will be able to get an Italian ID through the Italian consulate in the country in Europe where you reside. That's a definitely a major deal. I mean, especially if you're abroad elsewhere in Italy and you're needing to travel and maybe somewhere along the line you lose your ID or whatever may happen or it gets destroyed. Even just the regular use, especially if you have one of the old paper IDs that would end up uh, just disintegrating after normal usage. Um, having access to be able to go and get uh, an updated ID or a renewed ID or a replaced ID within that period of time definitely could be beneficial rather than having to go all the way back to Italy. But then another question for you. Um, there were a number of questions that asked in the previous episode, as both through uh, the comments in the v YouTube video as well as through private messages, about if you have to update the IDE or if this is something that you have to do every year or if you have to um, update it even if you move domestically. For example, if you're living in the US and you move from New York to California or you're living in Germany and you move from, I don't know, let's say Hamburg to Berlin, uh, do you have to update this every time you move? Or even say, if you're living in San Francisco and you move to the other side of San Francisco, would you have to update your file even then? So I think it was a uh, two questions, actually. The first part was, do you need to update your IRA periodically? So every year, or every five years, and the answer is no, there is no requirement to take any action periodically. Once you're registered, you are registered. However, if you move, then every time you move, no matter where you move, you will have to uh, go online if you have the fast IT profile and update your information and specifically your address 
or do it through the mail or email if you don't have fast IT or if your consulate doesn't use fast IT. And the answer is yes, you need to update your information every time you move, even if it's within the same city, because that will mean there is a change of address and the consulate needs to have your current address on file. And especially if you move to a different jurisdiction, uh, you will, of course, have to update your IRE information by accessing your uh, fast it profile but also if you change your name for example you will have to notify the consulate through the fast it uh, portal if you for example change your name because you are getting married or because you went through a legal name change so anytime there is a change you will need to update your information and marco kind of going back to the earlier question of checking if you are or not registered with the ira for example, say if somebody was uh, got their Italian citizenship by descent and they were in Philadelphia, New York, or um, Florida, or Texas, wherever, how would they know if they were actually automatically registered or if they did register themselves at the time of receiving confirmation of their citizenship? So it would depend on when they applied for citizenship and where, because at times when the person was receiving uh, the recognition of Italian citizenship, the consulate was automatically registering those people uh, with the IRA. And I'd say that's, that goes for uh, the vast majority of people who got citizenship by descent. But in some situations, the consulate was inviting the person to register with the IRA after the recognition of Italian citizenship by descent. So it's possible that you were automatically registered um, by the consulate when you got your citizenship by descent. And it's also possible that you were invited to register and that invitation was normally included in the confirmation uh, that, that indicated that the person was recognized as an Italian citizen. But if you didn't uh, take action and register yourself, then you probably were never registered. There was also a bit of concern raised by one YouTube viewer, Anthony L. Um, and his concern was about having rights. I'm not going to go through the whole comment, but... Um, also to do with the workload and access to services. But as an Italian living abroad, what sort of rights do individuals have to be able to um, be able to make their voices known? This may not necessarily be directly on the topic of registration with the IRE, but it is, I think, something that is important to understand for Italian citizens who do live outside of Italy and what rights are available to them. So Italians who live abroad, therefore, are registered with the AIRE, uh, or they're supposed to be, they have the right to elect a certain number of members of the parliament which represent them or represent the area in which they live and all of the Italians who live in that area. So, uh, And these representatives of the Italian parliament, they tend to be pretty accessible from experience, especially in the US. So there is a very good way and effective way to make them their voices heard by talking directly to these representatives of the Italian parliament who were elected specifically to represent Italians residing abroad. And Marco, just one other quick question before we end off the episode. I know there are a number of people who over the years have had difficulties with accessing services or even to be able to sign up for the fast IT system. If an individual does experience difficulties while trying to register themselves electronically, do they have any other options available to them? 
So say you have issues with the FastIT portal, my advice is to always check the website of the consulate for the jurisdiction where you reside. They will likely have uh, alternatives to be used uh, in place of the uh, FastIT portal. For example, they might ask you to use the traditional method, meaning uh, sending your IDA registration forms uh, through the mail to them, along with the documents that are necessary to register. Well, anyway, thank you again so much, Marco, for answering all of these questions and shedding some light on this topic. I know this will be very helpful to many who have seen our previous episode who are wondering about this new update. But of course, Marco, if anybody is needing help to get Italian citizenship or any assistance as an Italian citizen, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italiancitizenshipassistance.com, or give us a call or numbers on the website. Well, that's absolutely fantastic. And of course, if you need any more information about getting Italian citizenship or learning more about what it is to be an Italian citizen and all the various ways of becoming an Italian citizen, make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel as well as the audio-only podcast. But of course, if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, then that means you're also automatically subscribed to the Italian Real Estate Podcast, where we talk about life in Italy, living in Italy, renting, purchasing properties of all sorts from fully furnished homes down to the one euro deals that you find and hear about so much online. But again, Mr. Marco Permunian, thank you so much for making yourself available for this episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe and healthy out there, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.